It's the Win Daily DFS podcast with your host, 12 time DFS Live Championship qualifier, four time defending Fantasy Pros home run champion, Jeremy Muntradamus Munter. It's the Win Daily DFS podcast. I'm your host, Muntradamus. Today we are joined by a special guest co-host. He is the author of the Win Daily, Winning Daily Fantasy Sports and Life, Jason Mezarahi. What's up, Jeremy? How are you doing tonight? Uh, looks like a good night so far for me. Uh, we stacked uh, Houston tonight. We had a little bit of Chris Sale. And we got a couple of pitchers out there. So it's a good night so far. We're recording a podcast on Tuesday night. And I'm ready to jump in this Wednesday slate with you. Let's do it. All right, let's jump straight into whipping around the infield. We're in the morning portion of today. We're actually doing Minnesota and the Los Angeles Angels. We got Odo Rizzi and Cahill on the mound. Trevor Cahill's been horrible. Are you targeting Minnesota bats in this matchup? Yeah, I think there's two clear-cut offenses uh, for tomorrow for the early slate, Minnesota being one of them. I'm not going to really target Cahill in any of the games um, just short slate, but I like Odorizzi a little bit, uh, so some K potential, but I do think there's better uh, pitchers tomorrow as well. But for a stack, uh, the Twins definitely, you know, top the list, uh, probably with the Yankees, probably going to be a two-team stack for me tomorrow. But we can pretty much roster anybody. Let's start at the top, though, with Kepler, Polanco, Rosario. If Cruz comes back, um, Cruz, Crone, or Gonzalez are also in play. You want the top of the lineup. You know, anybody one through six should be a good spot for you tomorrow. Yeah, it's, you mentioned Odorizzi. He comes at an expensive $9,200 price tag. I mean, the Angels haven't been that good. Are you scared of the Angels' offense? I'm going to pretty much probably fade Odorizzi. I think he can have a decent game. But I think Greinke and Hap um, with their matchups are a little bit safer. So I'm probably going to lean towards Hap if I want to get a discount. And we'll talk about him soon. Or, you know, if I want to pay up for a little bit more safety, I'll probably go with Granky. Yeah, Otani hit his first home run this past weekend. He could get it going. A trout's always a threat. I'm with you. I I like Odorizzi at times, but I don't like spending top dollar for him. Let's yeah, I agree the- with that. I agree with that call, you know, 100%. Um, he's a little bit too expensive. He's in a weird spot. And, you know, you still got to face trout. Listella has been hot. Goodwin's been good. Um, Otani, you know, just broke out a little bit last last game. So you still got some bats to deal with. I can see Odorizzi getting a win. Um, but I, like I said, I think Happ and Greg are in better spots. Well, let's keep the party going to New York. We got Herman on the mound against Dan Straley. We're in a home run derby ballpark here. Dan Straley can give up that fat bomb. Yankees, what which Yankee bats are you targeting? We got to see tomorrow. I'm pretty sure from what I'm seeing right now, Hap is going in the first game and then Herman is going in the second game. Depending on which, you know, which guy goes in the first, second game, I think they're both playable. So just, you know, let's assume it's Hap because that's what I'm seeing right now. But either way, I see both of them as playable. Uh, it's been raining in New York. I live in New York. It's been raining in New York for about two three days in a row now. It doesn't look like it's going to stop. Um, so it might be some worries tomorrow about pitchers. So check the weather out. 
you know, check out Mark um, on the site. He'll give us a weather report in the morning. But if the weather's clear, I like Hap. If Hap's not starting and it's Herman, I like Herman as well. And on the backside of that, I think the Yankees have a good game tomorrow. They've had a couple days rest with all this rain. They're, they're versus David Hess, so it should be a blow-up spot for the Yankees. Again, pretty much everybody, one through six, one through seven in the lineup should be good. Um, Hicks might return. you got Luke Voigt. Uh, you want the power bats, Torres, Sanchez, Clint Frazier, maybe even sliding Gardner, uh, depending on his lineup rolls out. So they're playing most likely a doubleheader tomorrow if the rain holds up. So it's going to be tricky to see these lineups. You know, they're going to be a little bit unpredictable. So just make sure you, you confirm who's starting the first game and get them into your lineup. You know, someone in the top five, top six should be a good spot for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm definitely looking at those Yankee bats. Gary Sanchez, I mean, we all know which part of the doubleheader he'll play. He could DH even, but it looks like a matchup for him to get his home run streak going. Let's go to Arizona. We got Granky on the mound against Chris Archer, who's returning from a thumb injury. Archer really doesn't appear to be the same guy from Christmas past. I'm blaming it on the fact that he only has one or two pitches. Are you liking the Arizona bats in this matchup? Um, Arizona, I, I can pick a couple players out of them. I still think the Twins are slightly better and the Yankees are a lot better tomorrow. If you want to grab a couple lefties, um, Dyson, Escobar, Peralta on the top, um, you know, as one-offs or maybe a little mini stack. It's a four-game slate. Um, I like them better than, you know, a couple other teams, but I'm not going to target them as my first stack. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm also liking that cranky call from earlier. I mean, yes, you are paying 10,500, but Pittsburgh really can't hit. Are there any Pittsburgh pirate bats that you would go with? No, I think in cash, Granky's the safest play on the board. So he's going to, he's going to grant some ownership. I'm going to probably play him in my cash games. Probably still have some shares and GPPs with only him and Hap really, as the two guys that I'll be targeting tomorrow morning on the early slate, I'm going to pretty much fade um, my Pirates. Um, possibly in a, in a half lineup, you can slide in a guy like Polanco's been hot, Josh Bell's been hot. Um, one or two players, but Greg has been good so far this season. He's pitching at home, um, National League Park. So I, I like Greggy for, for the win. I like Greggy to go six, seven innings, six, seven Ks, um, and rack up some points for us. So I'm going to go with Greggy. Um, as my clear-cut cash play, and I'm going to pretty much be fading the Pirates. Yeah, I'm with you. Granky is definitely the guy to go with. Well, let's round up the morning slate all the way in San Francisco. We got Rodriguez, Derek Rodriguez on the mound against Clay Buckles. Actually, Buckles is injured in this game, so we might get Daniel Hudson in a spot start. How are we liking Daniel Hudson for the bare minimum price? We got to see who pitches in this game. You know, we're we're doing the pod the night before. Um, I'm seeing different reports of who's actually starting this game. Um, pretty much, let's let's for the most part fade this game in general. We don't have pitchers that are going to be looking that good. We have two bad lineups who haven't broke out all year. Um, I'm going to be staying away from both the sides in this game from a hitting perspective and a pitching perspective. I think you want to get your pitches from, you know, from the D-backs or the Yankees. I think you want your hitters from the Yankees and the Twins. So this game, I'm pretty much just crossing it off, especially look at this game the night before. We don't really know who's starting at this point, um, at least from my from my reports. I'm not really sure who's going to be starting this game. So I'm going to fade. I knew the starters. There's nobody special on these defenses. 
and their the lineups aren't that great as well. So I'm gonna fade this game overall. Yeah, I feel you with that. I was talking to Scott yesterday on the pod and we were talking about how Toronto's just completely out of their element all the way in San Francisco. That's just not a matchup that that team is built for. The ballpark, the National League, whole nother environment. All so right. Let's we'll- jump into the, the late slate now. This is the main slate for FanDuel. Uh, we got a good slate, so let's jump right into that now. Let's do it. We're going to start right away in Washington. We got Patrick Corbin on the mound against the young stud, Wilmer Font. Corbin's been nice. The Mets bats are not that scary. How are we liking Corbin tonight? I think Corbin could be a, a good play tomorrow. It's not someone I'm going to be targeting right off the bat. Um, I think there might be a couple of, you know, other plays. And Mets, you know, they're hitting well tonight. He's a little pricey. He's probably one of the top pitchers on the slate. But I think we might be able to find some other spots. We can grab some other guys, you know, in later games. But he's someone we got to definitely, you know, take a good look at. He's probably one of the safer plays. But the Mets have been, you know, they've been hitting a little bit better. They got, you know, they got to Helixson tonight. Um, But with Corbin being a lefty, the Mets are definitely a team you can target to to pitcher against. Because, you know, they're stronger, you know, facing the right most nights. Corbin is definitely in play. Um, what do you think about th- this game and how it sets up? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can really compare Corbin and Hellickson. That's a, you know, a number one versus a number five starter. As far as how this game is going to pair up, you got like Washington to win in a low scoring game just because that offense is not really catching any fire. There's no bats that are must own, must have. I'm with you. Corbin's a good start. We'll see if he's the best. Let's just say straight in the National League East and go to Philadelphia. We got Gio Gonzalez on the mound against Jake Arrieta. I mean, these are two pitchers that have shown the best of their careers and they've shown the worst of their careers uh, and very long careers. Which version are you you expecting of each pitcher? I really don't like either uh, in this matchup. Never was a fan of Gio walks too many guys, doesn't pitch deep into games. And I'm like I said to you the other day when we were on the pod, I'm not really targeting any pitchers versus the Brewers. They, they have too much pop. I'm going to stay away from this game from a, from both pitcher side. And I think we can we can look to stack uh, the Brewers for a, a low owned stack tomorrow. But, you know, Ariadne has been good. Um, he's a pesky pitcher. He pitches deep in game. He knows how to pitch around you know, some runners on. So I wouldn't say this is the best stack on the board, but if you looked at what Arietta done recently, you know, seven hits, five hits, nine hits, seven hits, six hits, there's going to be people on base. And if you get people on base with the Brewers, um, they're going to score some runs. Someone's going to hit a home run. So, you know, I think the Brewers are in play. A guy like Yelich is in play every single night. Moustakis and Grandal uh, have started to heat up a little bit. So, I would be scared to pitch Ariad in his matchup versus, and I think there could be a sneaky little stack because people see, you know, the name value of Arietta, thinking that, you know, you can't really stack stack against him. But I think it's a very possible stack. Yeah, I like the call. I think both teams can definitely hit the ball in this matchup. Um, the over under is probably going to be seven and a half, and that's a very good sneaky over in that one. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not in love with the pitchers, and there's a lot of pop on both sides. Biggest name that comes to my mind who's a must play is Hoskins at first base. 
And then since we're on FanDuel, we can also put Real Muto in the DH. That way, you know, you can, you're going to have people on base for those guys. They just have to hit them in. No, I like the call. Next up, we're in Detroit. We got an undecided pitcher who will be filling the spot of Tyson Ross. And on the other side, we got the legend of Detroit, Justin Verlander, returning home. I'm going to ask you the first question out of the gate. Do you go with the former Cy Young Award winner in this matchup? I think Verlander is the safest guy on the board. Detroit does not scare me a bit. Um, They're going to lose the game, Detroit. Verlander is in in line for the win, the quality start. He's going to mow down these Tigers. Um, Miley, you know, didn't have a great game tonight, but he's still going to get you six innings, get you some Ks. So Verlander coming through um, is going to get the win for sure. He's going he's gonna to pitch deep in his game. I'm not going to say he's going to strike out 17 guys like Chris Sale did tonight. He's a clear-cut number one. Um, he is a little bit pricey tomorrow, but I think it's well worth it. And I think these Astros, it doesn't really matter who they're going against right now. They've been blowing up every single pitcher for the past week. So everybody in this lineup is playable. Obviously, you want the two hottest guys in the lineup, Springer, Bregman. Um, Brantley's been swinging a hot bat. Reddick, Correa hit a home run today. Aldemus Diaz is cheap. You know, so you can mix and match. Uh, you want to stack the, the Astros. I stacked them tonight. It's been paying off so far. Um, so it's a clear-cut stack for the Astros. Verland is your number one on the board. Tigers don't scare me. Don't play anybody on the Tiger side and get as many Astros in your lineup as possible. Yeah, maybe you do a little stack of the Houston hitters on one side and then one team with Milwaukee and the other team with Philly with Houston. And then you just combine those to have two mega teams at this point. And I'm with you. I mean, you are paying a premium for Verlander at $12,000 on FanDuel, but you are guaranteeing yourself pretty much a quality star with all the K's and the win. So I'm with you on that. Let's keep it going. American League East. Well, actually, interleague matchup right here. We got Boston, Colorado, Eduardo Rodriguez against Germán Marquez. Two pitchers that have been electric. Marquez, you know, he was picked high in season long leagues. Are you going to roll with Marquez in Boston? I like as I've been targeting him uh, pretty much all year when he starts. Uh, I think he's in line for a good game. I think there's better people on the slate that you don't really have to talk at a pitcher going against Boston in Boston. It's a hitter's park for the most part. Um, it's going to be a tight game. Rodriguez has been better. I'm pretty much going to fade this game um, from first look. I don't really like the pitchers enough to, to play either one, and I don't really like the hitters enough to play either one in a stack as well. So now pretty much game, I see scoring game. But I can see either pitcher getting kind of roughed up. So this game's got a stay-away game for me right now. If things change, you know, I can see maybe, you know, spotting a couple of guys. Story, um, Arenado, Reynolds, you know, could hit a home run versus Rodriguez. And on the other side, Devers has been hot. Benatendi's been, you know, swinging okay back. Moreland. Uh, I would probably just, like I said, fade this game from both the pitchers and hitters standpoint. Because uh, I think it's almost a neutral math- matchup on all sides. So you're not really getting you know good money behind yourself. So I'm going to stay away. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, none of these – both these offenses do have potential, but both these pitchers have been electric at times. 
And the Houston stack sounds way better than any of these. And you're going to have to pay a premium for all those players you mentioned. Arenado, Story. I mean, J.D. Martinez is hot. But now he's facing a tough righty. I'm not in love with this game. Both teams very unfamiliar with each other. Let's just keep the party rolling. Let's continue the interleague matchups. This time we're in Miami. As Scott Engel said, instead of 100 people being there, we'll have 50 people there for the Miami-Tampa Bay matchup. Jose Arena's on the mound. Tampa Bay's going with the Phantom. Who's going to come in after Stanek? Let's first talk about Arena. He's very prone, vulnerable to getting blown up. Do you like the Tampa Bay bats in this matchup? I can see Tampa Bay breaking out. They've been kind of sluggish the past couple games. Um, this could be a game to retarget them. They had a hot streak uh, about a week ago, and this could be the game when they break out again. Uh, Miami Marlins Park, though, is a pitcher's park. Arena is, you know, an average pitcher these days. I can see Meadows, Pham, Troy, Brandon Lowe, Kiermaier. You want the lefties to attack Arena with. Um, I can see a stack here. They can blow up. If it was in a better park, you know, I'd give them, you know, a couple pluses on that, but... Miami is tough. Hear the rest of the interview and get access to all expert pits on WinDailyDFS.com. And don't forget, you can get the book by Jason Mezrahi, Win Daily, Winning Daily Fantasy Sports and Life. I am Muncher Thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. Beast.